Um, it's, by the way, it's very, very different than it was when you and I got married 30 years ago. You and I could go to the beach 30 years ago and there could be women in um, bathing suits and it still covered most of everything. Everything, yes. Nowadays, you go to the beach and there are so many butt cheeks hanging, hanging out. out of butt floss. <laughs> These these they call them swimsuits, but I'm not so sure what, what part the, is a what swimsuit. What part is the suit? <laughs> because it leaves absolutely nothing to the imagination. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode help my husband finds other women attractive other women attractive what do we do about that mm. you ready for this one and yep i'm ready okay here we go really good question yes today. we we got a really good one today but i'm gonna watch you in the camera so it looks like we're talking to people rather than turning my head and everyone looks in my right ear the whole time okay okay sound good sure here's the question i'm gonna read it whoop uh, so my spouse and I have been together for a couple years and I have found myself becoming more insecure in our relationship and I'm not sure why. My biggest issue is my spouse has told me that he looks at other women and thinks to himself, she has a nice backside. Hmm. She goes on to talk and say that every time they go out now, this is the only thing that's in her mind and she's actually getting really uncomfortable going out in public Worrying that her husband is just checking everybody else exactly, out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so the normal insecurities for a wife show up. The normal yep. insecurities that she's not going to be wanted or comparison or be replaced or right. all those normal things that come up. I have some very, um, not strong thoughts, but very clear thinking on kind of um, clear thoughts on kind of what's going on here. Right. She asks the question eventually... Um, I'm not sure if this is the type of thing that the part where she implies that, that there's something wrong with her and that she needs to fix herself. What can she do to fix herself? That's the thing yes. right there. Yes. What's your initial thoughts for this lady who's written unto us and, and is wondering about this specific issue because she's not the only woman out there. No. Who's afraid her husband is checking out other ladies. Yes. It's particular. I mean, um, I got a lot going round and round in my head. That okay. was like six thoughts all at once. Did you just, see them all? <laughs> they all went through like little bunnies. <laughs> and not, not a one came out to say hello. Yep. Um, I can remember a time where you told me that there was a woman that was attractive. Okay. Early in our marriage. Okay. And that was like, and it wasn't her her backside. It was just she was an attractive woman. Right. And I was devastated. I thought that meant that that you didn't think I was attractive. You didn't like me. And that stuck with me for a little while. Yeah. And so to hear a husband say that a woman's backside, because that's not just saying that. I mean, people are attractive. Men, women, they're attractive. We all see attractive people, whether it's our spouse or other people. But to hear to hear a spouse or a husband say that another woman's backside, which is part of 
the the sexual experience, I guess you could put it into okay. that realm. She doesn't have lovely elbows. No, <laughs> no. Th- that's really difficult. And I can understand why she's worried that every time they go out, that that's what he's yeah. checking out. Yeah. So, um, so. So is this lady's fear, insecurity, worry unjustified? No, not, not at all. Not at all. No, it makes no, perfect that's, sense. That's the thing that I would want her to know, <clears throat> that what she's feeling is understandable. Yeah, clearly. And um, trying to change herself yeah. to get rid of those feelings, yeah. probably not the best place to start. Uh, yeah, and not even viable, probably. Right, right. Um, is it reasonable or... Uh, possible that this man, after he now becomes married, is no longer going to find any other woman attractive ever again? The answer to that is no. Is it the answer that... That we want to hear yes. as women? Yes. No, you it isn't. You complete me so much that I have absolutely no desire for anything else, any, anywhere else. Right. You, you are everything that I need. Well, of course, I'm everything that you need. True. true. But um, and therefore, that, I have. I don't have any desire. In fact, I don't even notice, notice other women you don't are on the planet. Notice other women ever right. on the planet. No, that's, that's not completely. Reasonable. No, that's unrealistic thinking and expectations. So what happens? What do we do in this situation well, where it, where he's going to notice other women? He can't stop that. But she's also insecure about this. Right. What do you do? Right. We had a we had a long conversation about about that you can find someone attractive, but that doesn't mean that you're sexually attracted to them. That's true as well. Um, I, boy, it took a long time for me to to wrap my mind around the fact that that he, I was young too, so yeah. that was part of it. Yeah. But um, that you could that you could see other people as attractive, but that didn't diminish me at all. Why? What's the important factor in that in that equation? I can find somebody attractive. They are an attractive human being, but I'm not sexually attracted to them or I am not I am not looking to replace you nor am I lusting after them nor right. am I being unfaithful in some way. Right. How can I how can I balance those two things out because there's an important part of this? Um, well, why don't you answer that question for me? <laughs> Rather than throw you on the bus yes. and make you... Because w- we talked about that, but it was a very long yeah. time ago. And yeah. so I don't have the exact answer yeah. in my head. And I could spend 20 minutes going round and round, yeah. but I won't. Uh, here's here's the answer that I give couples all the time around this one. Um, we are judged on our behaviors, not always our thinking and feeling. Yes, okay. for sure. We can't always control our feelings. We can't always control our behaviors. We can't always control what we find attractive or unattractive. Um, but we can choose how we respond to that and what we do with right. that. Let's put it into the realm of um, chocolate cake. Because again, <laughs> that is a great metaphor for everything. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I really love chocolate cake 
And now I say I'm on a diet. I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to, to um, watch my calorie intake. I don't want to consume that much sugar. Does that mean I magically or naturally end up hating chocolate cake right away? No. It never happens. Right. But I am not slave to my feelings or my desires. I now get to make a conscious choice that says, yes, I still like chocolate cake. I admit that I like chocolate cake. I choose not to have chocolate cake. I can see chocolate cake in the kitchen. I can be tempted by chocolate cake. But because my desire to be healthy, to be a, the best version of myself, I now say that is not an option for me. That is not a viable option. And I'm not going to entertain having chocolate cake. I'm not going to go over to the chocolate cake. I'm not going to smell the chocolate cake. I'm not going to take a little lick of the frosting. Right. It's no longer an option. And that is the mentality that good husbands will have and be able to communicate to their wives while still being able to say, I like chocolate cake. Right. You're able to say, I find this other woman attractive because she's just an attractive human being. Right. God has created a beautiful person. But I have the discipline to say, I am not, she's not a viable option. I am not going to pursue her in my actions or in my thoughts. Right. I am not going to divert my emotional, relational, or sexual energy towards her. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. That is reserved for you and you alone. I am only going to, I am only going to give that to you. Now, again, the reality is with the way the world works right now, um, it's, by the way, it's very, very different than it was when you and I got married 30 years ago. You and I could go to the beach 30 years ago and there could be women in, um, bathing suits and it still covered most of everything. Everything. Yes. Nowadays you go to the beach and there are so many butt cheeks hanging, hanging out. out of butt floss. <laughs> These, these, they call them swimsuits, but I'm not so sure what, what part the, is a what swimsuit. What part is the suit? <laughs> because it leaves absolutely nothing to the imagination. And again, for a guy to say, no, I don't notice that. I don't see that woman walking past and her backside is hanging out. That is unrealistic. He's right. going to notice. And if it is attractive, he's going to be able to say that is attractive, but that is not a viable option. Right. And, and being able to communicate that to your spouse is essential and critical and doesn't even need to be at the beach, by the way. And again, this right. isn't, this isn't a, hold on a second. Let me finish my thought. Here. Okay. Culturally out there. And again, we're, I don't want to get hung up. People are going to kind of either write in or make commentary on this. Let me just, this is just me. Okay. But um, clothing has changed. Uh, yoga pants that are absolutely skin tight and leave nothing to be desired in terms of what is the shape of this woman under this clothing. This isn't Victorian clothing anymore where, you know, if you see her ankles, it's pretty provocative. Um, clothes are so form fitting that, that the, the female form is much more available as you're walking down the mall, as you're getting gas at the gas station, as you're walking through church. Sometimes it's just that, um, the availability to see another woman's form or figure, um, it is presented to us so frequently now, and it is yeah. a cultural norm and it's standard and it's not uh, out of, out of the norm at all. Right. So that's just the reality of the situation out there. What you're going to say? Well, I was going to add just a couple of things. Number one, I don't necessarily think that 
a, a husband should be telling his wife that he finds someone's backside attractive. Right. Okay. Um, I just think, I don't know. If you told me that now, if you saw someone and saw their backside and told right. me that you thought it was attractive, right. I would have a hard time with that. Right. Because that doesn't mean that you're just looking at someone walking past. That means you're looking. Yeah. You have to make a conscious effort unless someone's butt cheeks are hanging out. Right. They're walking past in, in right. a swimsuit that doesn't cover things up. You, you're you probably making a, a conscious look in that direction. Maybe not always. Here, here's how I would differentiate that. When we go out, am I seeking opportunity to see those things or is it it just naturally organically showed up, but I'm not looking for it. I'm not seeking it. That's okay. what I hear in her in her email what's, she wrote What's to the us. difference between she's afraid that like, when they go out, he's actually looking, looking for, for opportunity right. to see other other women's butts. Right. And yes. that is a problem. And yes, that's absolutely a problem. a problem. Yeah. But but I I guess I would uh, just question because you said you know if that it's a how did you word that can we rewind a second so I can remember exactly <laughs> what you said so that would make sense not to contradict you sure, or anything, sure, sure. but to explain my point okay my point being that um I don't necessarily because you and I talk about attractive people that we see all the time sure. we we see attractive people all the time and yeah. we tell each other yeah but we're talking about the person as a whole, right. not their parts. Not a sexualized portion of them. Yes. yes. And that's where I would have a problem that, that I don't think that that would be appropriate for a spouse to share that. But the spouse has already done that. So how no, do we I'm, help this No, I'm just woman? talking in general because oh. you made a generalized statement Got about it. that. So everyone else who's listening to this, before you make that mistake, don't make that mistake. Don't. We're not we're not espousing you should keep secrets from your spouse, but there's also discernment and discretion of of how much you share because it's actually going to cause harm or it's going to be too difficult for your spouse um, to let that go. And you need to act within your own integrity. And if you are looking at other women's butts, you need to say that's actually not healthy for my wife. I am devoting or yourself or myself. Yeah, clearly I am. I am. I am devoting too much uh, mental energy um, right. that is not going towards my wife. We'll even get into the deep end of the pool here. Um, this is where the whole argument around masturbation comes up. Uh, where are you? Where are you directing your sexual energy? Is right. it going towards your spouse in a mutually beneficial experience, or is this um, something that you're only doing for yourself, right. and you're even withholding this from your spouse in some way? Right. So it's about where does that sexual energy get directed? Yes. And so again, for this husband who has already shared this, it. I would guess, and again, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know for sure. We don't know this couple at all, but it was probably a um, uh, a TMI kind of thing where he was attempting to be honest, honest and transparent yes. with his wife, but he didn't know how to do that in a highly discerned sort of way, or right. he did not understand the impact that that's going to make on his wife. Yes. And... It's going to be important for this couple to uh, sit down and actually kind of debrief what has already happened or transpired between the two of them so that they can kind of have a redo. They can reset all right. of this and he can clarify and go, yes, I find other women's backsides attractive, but I am very intentional. I am not devoting any mental 
uh, energy towards that. I am not looking for that. I'm not looking for opportunity for that. I am not replacing your backside with their backside. Um, And I am being diligent in maintaining my sexual energy is being directed towards you and not anybody else. And if, if she can become comfortable with that and accept that, and he then follows through with adequate behavior to confirm that, then they'll be able to work through this situation for sure. But there's also this reality that she gets to come to terms with, which is, she is not going to be able to know everything that's happening right. in the internal world of her husband. Right, right. And if she wants to control that or make sure that that is edited in some way um, and, and she starts to take on that responsibility, then she's going to be burning so much time and energy trying to control something right. that she has no control over. But a lot of wives move into that if my husband is thinking it, just even thinking it, even though his behavior is good. Right. If he's thinking it or feeling it, then he's now somehow guilty of it. Right. It's called mind reading. And it actually is not giving your spouse the benefit of the doubt. Um, and it ends up becoming a very toxic dynamic between a husband and a wife in some way. Yeah. And you really, really, really want and need to avoid that. Because it's unsustainable. Yeah. It it really becomes a cancer uh, between the two of you. Right. Now, for a wife, that might be really, really hard to give up that control. It might be hard to trust and become vulnerable with somebody that you can't control their thinking. You, it might be you might have to examine your own expectations or presuppositions about what does emotional intimacy, what does physical intimacy, what does sexual intimacy, what does emotional fidelity, sexual fidelity, all these things. Where do you define those lines? Because I've seen drastic swings of where those lines are. I've talked with, I've talked with people that no, you're welcome to look at anybody else you want and that's just fine. And yeah, I'm I'm secure in that. And and again, they have a very kind of liberal or open approach to the relationship. I've gone all the way to the other swing, which is um, if you, true story, um, couple that sat in my office, uh, she accused her now husband of infidelity because he dated other people before he even met her. She had the expectation or this belief that it was, there's one soulmate for one soulmate and you're supposed to find that person and connect with them. And you're not supposed to, uh, date or look at, or be attracted to anybody else before you find your soulmate. And because he had dated other people before her, she was now wounded or hurt because uh, she accused him of being unfaithful before they even knew each other. So again, there's extremes in what are those lines of expectations. So this couple would need to sit down and go, here is what sexual fidelity looks like. Here is what emotional fidelity looks like. What what does it mean for you? What does it mean for me? What are our stories around that? Right. How, did, how did we get those those beliefs shaped? What experiences have informed those beliefs right. and those decisions in some way? That's where this couple has to start. Right. But and then and then once they have those conversations, yeah. she's going to have to soften herself up yep. to when they go out to trust yep. that he is not doing what he says he's not going to do. Yeah. But it's really hard if someone does something once, it's yeah. really difficult to 
not assume that they're continuing yeah, to do yeah, that. Easily. And so that will be that will be her work to to yeah. do down the road. And the best thing he can do is to before they go out, he can goes, Hey, I know this is kind of a triggering point. I know you're a little uncomfortable. You need to know I am not going to give my sexual energy to anyone else. I am going to make sure that I am I am looking only at you. Um, and that when I find an attractive person, that'll be just an internal experience. But again, they're off limits. They're not, they're not available. Um, and I am not entertaining any ideas that they are or could right. be in some way. You have my, my fidelity. You have everything that I've committed to you and vowed to you um, as a husband. Yeah. So that is where I would have this couple start. This is a good one, though, because a lot of women worry about this one. Yeah. And I don't want women to have to worry about this one. No. So, anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.